Thank you for listening to this Miller Time Media Podcast. This interview took place during our Miller Time Live radio program. For information on the program, you can visit our page on Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio. You can also find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms by searching Miller Time Media. If you do not find us on your favorite podcast platform, not to fear, just send us an email and we'll get it done for you, Radio at outlook.com. Thank you and enjoy. This is Legally Speaking with Attorney David Dewar from uh, Thompson Wilkes Attorneys. Gentlemen, what's on your mind this morning? Well, you know, we always let David kick off, yeah, because he's he's a man. He's the reason we're here. Yeah, Thompson Wilkes. Yeah. Thompson Wilkes. Denny Crane. Denny Crane. (laughs) Yeah, so what I wanted to just briefly run through is just an outline of property rights in South Africa, specifically... um, you know, houses and fixed property and land. Um, because, you know, there seems to be, there's a bit of a growing trend that people are transferring houses or selling houses and they're not transferring them in the deeds office. Oh. You know, because you've got you've got these uh, fake agents all over the place who are, you know, masquerading as estate agents. They're mm-hmm. not registered. Um, and they say to people, oh, don't worry, you don't need to register this in the deeds office. It's not a problem. Wrong. You know, that's the old yeah. You know, oh, um, wow. That's, and so that's you can imagine, you can imagine how badly that's going to work out. Yeah. So, you know, the first, first and most important thing is that, um, any sale agreement relating to, I'm going to call it fixed property, by which I mean land, houses, fictional title, anything like that. All of those have to be in writing. If it's not in writing, it's, it's it carries no weight. It's it's specifically written into the law that it has to be in writing. That, that includes an option agreement. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, and if you don't have those, well, you've got nothing. You you actually cannot. It's just done. That's it. Finished. Really. Um, so that's the first place that it it. Uh, Not in writing, it never happened. Basically. Exactly. Yes. Um, the second most important thing that goes ties in with that is that if the, your rights are to a property are not registered in the deeds office, you have no right. Mm-hmm. Okay? So if you are not the registered owner in the deeds office, you're not the owner. Finished. End of yeah. story. Yeah. If someone said to you that they will allow you to use their property as security for a debt or a loan or something, and they didn't register it in the deeds office, well, it's worth nothing. Mm-hmm. It carries no weight. Um, no, it's, it's not even worth the paper it's not written on. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> those, are, those are very, very important parameters. And those are immovable objects. You know, they are hard and fast, set and stone, they don't change. If it's not there, it's not, you have no right. If it's not there, it didn't um, happen, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, simple as that. Then another yeah, thing sure. that, uh, sorry, Warren, you were going to say? Sorry, so, so, sorry, uh, Dave. I um, was just going to put in my two cents worth and just say to Dustin, I mean, he'll remember when he was a court officer and when I, I um, sort of grew up, you know, I did a little stint um, with the, the military police. And, yeah. um, uh, you know, if you didn't write it down, it didn't happen. Exactly right. Didn't happen. Um, Especially in the legal system. You, every, yeah, every yeah. single cop carried really a little cool. book and a pen in his pocket and would write yeah. down. Right. You know, so <laughs> who, where, what, and what happened, you know? Exactly, exactly <laughs> those, right. Those police stories are hugely important, but, you know, we digress. Um, so then, so the other thing, so for, um, if you have a, 
And then the other thing, blah, 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 the other thing, you keep saying, I keep saying the other thing. So you if you want to sell a property, so when you register something in the deeds office, you get a title deed or you get a loan agreement which is registered against that property. And when you want to do anything with it, you have to hand up or you know deal with the original document. Sure. If you don't have the original, you can get a, um, a deed office certified copy. Sometimes they need that. The alternative is that you do a request for a lost title deed or a lost bond document. And it's under the current system, it's just become so painfully horrible. You don't want to do that. Yeah. So you've got to look after the document. Um, if the bank takes a bond, they always want to keep the original deed. Of course, um, yeah. they don't actually need to because you can't do anything with that property unless you've got consent from the bondholder. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess it just prevents people from doing stuff that they're not allowed to do. Yeah. So, um, yes. you have so, you know, so the, the reason I talk about the, the property ownership is you can imagine. You've now got someone who is not married. Mm -hmm. Then there's a traditional marriage which comes along and now it's not registered in the deeds office and you've got estate duty uh, or estate rights which flow from that. Um, divorce one wife, marry another wife, have two wives, three wives, whatever may be um, acceptable. And now, hey, hey, you broke off a bit. But there, David, are you talking about me? <laughs> oh, no. I was trying to do it in such a way that you didn't realize. Right. <laughs> that it, you didn't realize it was actually me that you, yep. uh, who was your test case dummy and um, basically test. ends up at the age of 50 still <laughs> renting properties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, so you, you know, so you've got all of these things that that pay, carry, you know, that play out. Um, yeah. So you have to make sure, you know, and again, I'm going to stress to people, it's also very important to have a will, because all of us think we're bulletproof and we're never going to die. But you know, the only thing that is certain is death. Not even taxes are certain. Right. Death is certain. That we yes, indeed, indeed. Yes. So make yes. Sure no you, one gets out of this alive. Yeah, you know, people must have a will in place. Um, okay, so then someone wants to buy a property. So, the, you know, you get yourself a registered estate agent, but if an estate agent is not registered, they're not entitled to a commission on the sale of the property. Sure. Um, right. You can ask for a fund certificate, so you, you get a registered agent, um, and you give them a proper mandate. You know, you're dealing with business which is a million, two million, three million, four million rand. Treat it with the respect that it deserves. Yeah. Yes. Make sure you have all your paperwork in place, properly signed, I's dotted, T's crossed, etc., etc. Um, and then, so, you know, your agent goes on show and they do all the things they need to do and they bring you an offer. Okay. And the offer is going to be, in most cases, subject to a bond. So subject to a bond clause, that subject to clause means that there is no agreement until that bond is in place. So you yes. can put down a hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand rand deposit. If the deal falls through, that money is immediately returned to the purchaser because it's their money. The seller has no claim. The agent cannot claim commission either. Mm. Mm. As soon as that bond is approved. That deal is in place. Yeah. Okay. If the bank then withdraws the bond further down the track, sorry for you, that agreement is still in place. Right. Um, and this is people assume, oh, the bank withdrew the bond. If the agreement says that in the event that the bank withdraws the bond, then the, um, 
you know, this agreement will lapse, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But if, that, uh, if you don't have that, well, then guess what? You're, you're in. Well, here's so, the thing, David. If, 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 if you say, listen, if the bank withdraws the bond um, and, they, and the agent says to you, oh, yeah, no, then of course, man, don't be stupid. You say to the agent, please write that down in that big <laughs> section where it says additional notes. Yes. Write that yes. down. Um, yes, exactly. And, and people don't do that. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I have, a, I have a, a sibling who's 18 months older than me who is very high and done extremely well out of property. So obviously, um, um, I, siblings, should I say, um, and I know all the little tricks of the trade and some of them are, are totally um, sort of, and obviously not him, but um, the stories that you hear of people in the market about agents, about, you know, does the place accept animals? Oh yes, and then when push comes to shove and the people move in and they can't move in with the animals and they take, the agent takes the animals, I mean, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah you, you get some really, really wonderful. Mm. And that's kind of that's something the agent needs to be clear on when they list a property. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that's also come through. So, you know, everyone goes on about the Consumer Protection Act. Now, if someone is selling their primary residence, in other words, the house that they live in every single day, um, that is excluded from the Consumer Protection Act. Sure. Okay. So it means you can have a footstoots clause. So what a footstoots clause is, is it says that you buy the property as it stands with all patent defects and latent defects. A patent defect is something you can see. Mm-hmm. A classic example is a one-eyed dog. Well, clearly, it's got one eye that you bought a one-eyed dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A latent yeah. defect is something you can't see. Okay. Um, so that would be, for example, if that one-eyed dog has cancer, which no one is aware of. You can't see it, yeah. but it's there. Yeah. Or, you know, your your 50-year-old male slave just happens to have blood clots, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Can't see it. Well, I like uh, how you worked yeah. that one in, Dave. That's a good in Thank you. I was going to think about that as well. Yeah, that's so there's, one, there's only one exception, um, and that is if the seller fraudulently conceals a latent yes. defect. Yeah. So build okay. a cupboard or a, or, a, or a picture over a huge hole in the wall. Yeah. You know? yeah. So the, the the classic case on this one, what happened was that they, they filled up a crack with newspaper and then plastered over it and denied any knowledge of it. However, <laughs> the purchaser had a look at the date. Purchaser had a look at the date on the newspapers, uh-huh. you know, and they were kind of they were a couple of months before the sale went through. So it's difficult to say you don't know. That's, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's that's, like, yeah. that's what you that's what you call uh, prima facie evidence, right? All right. Yeah, there. that's rock yeah. solid. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there's, there's actually an even better one. There's a, a Latin expression, uh, rem ipsa loquitur. In other Ooh, words, the, <laughs> tell me more. So oh, wow. what that one means? Is, so there, what that means is that the facts speak for themselves. Yeah. Ah, okay. oh, that is. Um, so here, uh, in that situation, you pick, uh, yeah, clearly you knew about this. It yeah. speaks for itself. Yeah. Or, you know, if you have a, a head-on accident, uh, you know, in one. In the left-hand lane or the right-hand lane, it's pretty clear who was on the wrong side of the road. The mm-hmm. fact speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's that so, word again, yeah. Dave? Rem ipsa loquitur. Im ripsa loquitur. Im ripsa loquitur. Yeah. Um, first word is R-E-M, rem, oh, which means wow. the thing. Rem, yeah. Um, ipsa, I-P-S-A. Rem, okay. ipsa. Uh-huh. 
uh, itself, uh, loquitur speak, L-O, so loquacious, uh, etc. Um, wow. Loquitur. L-O-Q-U-I-P-U-R, loquitur, something like that. I haven't looked at it. I mean, it's, just, it's also one of those hard and fast rules, you know. Yeah. You quote that one, it's like, okay, yeah, we're dead in the water. And <laughs> is, 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 is so it now, like when you, you, you get home at 10 o'clock at night and, and your missus is to you and you say, I will not drunk mm. and she, yeah. she pulls the rim up to inocuitous on you rim, yeah <laughs> yeah pulls it on you yeah the facts are before us dude yeah tell me um while we're on the subject of uh, of deeds and property uh, some interesting things happened in the news this week attorney david dorf thompson wilkes denny crane crane pool and smith um what's... Hang on. one one last little point before we get on on that before we get okay and this goes in line with that. The reason I mentioned the, the latent and patent, because if you're selling an investment property, okay, mm. then the Consumer Protection Act comes into play. Oh. Then, then yeah. you do have the protection. Or, you know, you, the seller cannot put in a non-disclosure, I mean, a um, foot-to-tooth clause. Yeah. Even if they put it in, it doesn't count because the law overrides it. So there's a very there's a big distinction in that. Um, okay, all right. So that's so then we can we'll, we can deal with the deeds office process and how that all plays out further down the track because you wanted to digress into this week's law, yeah. this week's event. I just no, I just yeah, I just wanted it to quickly point something out and that happened in the news. I think Lissady had it yesterday during the the Miller Time Live Drive, and it it got me thinking because the way it was worded, the way it was phrased was that, uh, and somewhere around in, in uh, I think it was in Rotoport. Um, sounds like you're at an airport there, is it? Uh, have you moved into the... Uh, I know, it's Wazzy. No, the plane's coming over you now, Dust. Don't oh, worry. okay. The plane, the plane, the plane. It's coming towards you. I heard him pulling out his first whiskey. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's, not even, it's not even 11 o'clock. So um, back to what I was saying was, just um, in Rotoport, there's some people that have been in... in uh, a, set up in shacks there in an area for for about five years, and they made it a point to say, oh, you know, this was their home for five years, but now the red ants are there busy dismantling things. Um, yeah. Is there any such law in South Africa where if you settle a piece of land for a certain amount of time, then you take ownership by proxy or some, some sort of common yeah. law? Because there is in the United States. There is. Um, it's, we call it prescription. Yeah. Um, and the period, time period is generally 30 years. 30 years. Okay. Um, in fact, it is 30 years. Okay. So you get two kinds. You get acquisitive and extinct, ext- um, and extinction, extinctive prescription is the opposite one. Okay. Acquisitive is when you acquire a right. So if you've had something for 30 years, mm. after 30 years, you can claim it as yours. Mm. Um and exquisitive, uh, extinguishes. You know the word I'm trying to word. Extinguishes the right. That word. Yeah. Um, that, so if you, if someone else has had your property for thirty years and treated it as though it was their own, after thirty years you lose your right to it. But if they if they um, set up shop there and they're there for five years and all of a sudden here comes the government, the red ants, and the court system to evict them, that doesn't. They they have no rights at that point, right? Because five years is not yeah. enough time. No, they, they, they have the right to, to a due process and no one to take the law into their own hands. Yeah. But, you know, if the courts have granted an order to evict them, well, that order is valid. Yeah. So The fact that they've been for five years illegally yeah. doesn't protect them from that. The, the, the way it was worded, it just they, they made it sound like, 
you know, there's in other words, they're saying, "Hey, we've been here for five years. This is our place." You know, and it just it doesn't work. Yeah. Like that. and that's the thing. No. So. You know, it's, well, you know, let's look at something different, okay? If if someone steals a car and five years later the police figure out that it's a stolen car and they take it back, yeah, you know, it's, it's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. The fact that you've driven it for five years and you know set up a business running with that stolen truck for five years yeah. doesn't change the fact that it belongs to someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and it needs, to, it needs to be returned to its rightful owner because that's what's required in a in a proper properly organized society. I was thinking, you know, if you if you if you've been selling methamphetamines on the corner of uh, William Nickel and Peter Place for ten years, and all of a sudden the cops come and bust yeah. you, but you've been saying, "But I've been doing this for ten years," so that oh, in that case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're going to increase. Can, can we have a statement with regards to that? Can, can, yeah, well, we need you a, haven't been paying rent. Yeah. <laughs> of course, in, in the case of uh, oftentimes, yeah. in the case of JMPD or something, they might say, oh, well, in that case, we need our cut going back 10 years and we'll leave you alone. <laughs> exactly. 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 Dave, um, an, an interesting yeah. one. You, you, you have a, let's say, um, a family. And, and this has happened in our country is that um, so I've got a farm and I have a certain family where, um, the, the, you know, my, my father had the farm before me and say, uh, um, um, of course, stayed um, on the property down at the servants' quarters. Now, his son has grown up on the farm and Chris's son, Chris Jr. is now is now working with me as well. Yeah. How does that kind of work? Because I know that some farmers have got themselves into a tricky situation when it's gone over the 30 years. Well, there, okay, there you have a different thing. You've got, I think it's called the Extension of uh, Security of Tenure Act or Extension of Security of Tenure Act or something like that. And it's specifically written so that if someone has been living on a farm as a, a laborer for more than 10 years and they're 65 years of age, you cannot yeah. kick them off. Okay, okay. So, yeah. old, old Chris, yeah, yeah. He, he can die there, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, you know, that is that is law, yeah. Oh. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, then the next thing that I wanted to do to discuss, uh, yes. discuss is, um, so once you've got your sale agreement in place, okay, then you bring it to Dave Dewar or Thompson Walks Attorneys to do That's your conveyancing. Right. You yes. can do your conveyancing anywhere in the country because we have systems in place for all of these offices. Yes, you do. That's how good. That's how good Thomson Wilkes attorneys Thompson, are. Oh, that's no. how good Thompson Wilkes. They are doing Thompson Wilkes. Wow, shameless plug there for um, Thompson Wilkes. Danny Crane. <laughs> I know. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> have you um, have you actually so, have you actually yeah. looked into changing your name to Danny Crane? <laughs> well, look, my one when my one brother was, uh, you know, about twenty kilos overweight. I promise you, it was like looking at Danny Crane. Oh, oh, wow. William <laughs> Shatner. Hopefully, William Shatner is yeah. not listening. You know, he was he was he was he was quite the good-looking man when he did Star Trek in nineteen sixty-six, and then I don't know what happened between sixty-six and about eighty-six. He he he, he did a bit of a change. <sighs> well, it's so. Space travel will do that to you. <laughs> Absolutely, <Yes>. Dustin. <laughs> and, you know, on space travel, you know, make it so, Mr. Sulu. I mean, yes. that'll do stuff to an attorney, you know, when, yes. you're, when, when you are 
you, you're going to go senile. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and, it's, and by the same token, what do you think is going to happen to your body right. if you have, you know, you get reconstituted and reconstituted so many times? Every time you get beamed up. Exactly. You, I mean, Scotty can only, yeah, Scotty can only beam you up so many times. I was going to say, you tell, yeah. the, you tell the, the transporter operator to please beam up less of me. Yeah, beam up less of me, and you come, you come back without your appendix, but still fat. What? Oh boy! So it is twenty-seven minutes okay, so after ten o'clock. We're talking legally speaking with Attorney Dave Duar from Thompson Wilkes Attorney. Uh, Thompson Wilkes Attorneys. Dave continues. Yeah. So, the, so then the so the basics. So then the, the document that goes to the trans to the, the deeds office. Mm-hmm. You take. The original power of attorney, I mean the original title deed, that or the existing title deed, mm-hmm. um, your rates have to be paid up to date of transfer. So what happens is there's a process through each local council where you prepay those rates. So if I'm expecting the transfer to go through somewhere in September, they will give me figures until the end of October. I pay all of them, and if there are any delays, then of course we know, you know, those are prepaid, and and then there's a refund system. So. Yeah. Um, you can write a refund to the seller. If you have a levy, um, you know, townhouse complex, you have a levy, you have exactly the same that has to happen. And if you've got a homeowners association, interestingly enough, there's no law that governs that. But what they do is they put that into the title deed as a title condition that you can't transfer the property unless you have a clearance certificate from the homeowners association. From and your body corporate or homeowners, yeah. No, no, homeowners association. You see, the body corporate is covered by the Sectional Titles Act. Which oh. is have to prepay, but the homeowners association is not actually law. That is done in the title deed as part of the title condition. Yeah. Now let's unpack this a little bit, David, and and let's educate the listeners. So, you would find that perhaps in in and me, by the way, listeners, I'm one of them. Um, uh, <laughs> the difference between, I mean, a so my body corporate in the one unit that I owe, that's the body corporate that's written into, um, what was the word you used? Um, body, body corporate is law. It's sectional it, title. It, sectional title is the word I was looking for. Homeowners mm-hmm. Association, for instance, um, could even be one of these new suburbs that have been created where they've fenced off and they've got yeah. security guards and all that kind of stuff, yeah. booms yeah. and that. One would yeah, need to form a homeowners association. Yeah, it generally comes into play in the estate. You see, now the biggest difference is that, you know, in an estate where you've got a homeowners association, yeah. you own the land, which then means that you own whatever is on that land. Yes. Okay. Um, Including the roads and everything. Yes. There's another principle that comes into play there, which is at succession, where um, a part becomes part of the whole. And yes. whoever owns the whole owns all the parts. So if there's a tree planted, from the day that tree is planted, it belongs to the, the owner. Um, okay, you know, so, so he plants a tree in his property, that tree belongs to him. Yeah. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. if I plant a tree in my neighbor's property, it is free. Uh, or her oh. tree, as the case may be. Or if your avo yeah. tree sprouts in her garden as well, you can't say those are my avos. Hey, buddy, it's growing in my garden. Oh, you mean like the, the neighbor I've got here that is, that has a tree that's growing over my wall? I I I can't say. Uh, but but can I not can I not reach up and cut that branch back? Um, no, wait for it to get avos, dude. <laughs> well, it's not an avo <laughs> yeah, tree. <laughs> oh, you're you're getting into another more complicated area, which you know we could actually we should we could actually talk about that quite a bit as well. Yeah, so let's keep that for next week. Another show, yeah, another week. 
Yeah. So then, so the other thing that gets lodged in the deeds office, you've got to have your your new title deed, mm-hmm. um, and then you've got to have a transfer duty payment to SARS because we have to pay the government to buy a house. Of course we do. Um, and of course, the transfer duty offends me, um, and it's a it's mm-hmm. a sliding scale. So you know, the more expensive the house, the higher the transfer the higher, duty. Yeah, so, yeah. As a wise man once said, the higher the fewer, except not so much. Yeah. And so the only one that offends me more, David, is, is, is donations tax. That's the only one that offends me more. But we'll, that's also for another yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but if you give someone, uh, you know, so if you buy a million rand property, I think your transfer duty is one and a half thousand rand or somewhere there. Yeah, if you buy a million rand property, you pay a million rand in transfer duty. To the government. Thanks. We hope you enjoy your new property. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. So then, so you you lodge your your title deed, your 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 existing title deed, your power of attorney to pass transfer, and only the seller signs that. The buyer never signs it, which I've always found a bit weird, but that is the case. Um, old title deed, new title deed, power of attorney, transfer duty, rates clearance, levy clearance. Homeowners Association, and those go into the deeds office. Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, all your clearance certificates. Now, in Joburg, you only have to have an electrical compliance, um, and yeah, and an electric fence certificate. Okay, that's all you have to have. Those right. electric fences by operation of law. Shocking. Electrical compliance certificate is mm-hmm. actually done in the contract. It used you used to lodge it uh, in the deeds office, but they removed that because if someone is buying let's say a piece of land or they're buying a development property where they're going to trash it or whatever, there's no point in doing an electrical appliance certificate. So they took it out. Yeah. Um, okay. That makes sense. But that is, it's by operation of law. Oh, sorry. It's not, it's by operation of contract. In the Western Cape, you have to have a plumbing uh, and a beetle certificate as well. Uh, in KZN, you also have to have a beetle certificate because you've got borer beetle, which just destroys the wood. Um, wow. And that, of course, is a challenge with your roof beams and your wooden floors and your window yes. frame. Wow. Dave, yeah. another thing just that, that I found in the Western Cape especially that I thought was rather strange, people take their stoves with, which doesn't happen yeah. in Joburg. Mm. Yeah. It, it, it comes back to that whole thing of accession. Does it become... Um, a part. Is it part of the whole or is it freestanding? Because if it's built in, then it's obviously meant to be there permanently. It becomes part of the property. If it's freestanding, then no, it's it's not a fixture. You know, it's like a cupboard. It was my, 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 my one brother moved to Cape Town and he got to his house and he's like, dude, there's no stove here. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. I've never ever moved into a house that doesn't have a stove. Every time I've moved into a house that was the stove, the refrigerator, those were basic things yeah. that were in there. Yeah. So what they often so that is usually written into the contract as well that it remains that it's bought as part of the property. Exactly. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So then the only so the the next complication that comes with all of that, if there's a bond over the property, you then you know the people who hold the current bond have to agree to cancel the bond. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, your transferring attorney has to give them a guarantee that they, the, trans, the bond will be paid on the registration of the transfer. Yeah. The, uh, and that guarantee comes from the new bond provider. 
So let's say ABSA has provided the new bond and Standard Bank has got the current bond. ABSA gives two guarantees, one to um, <clears throat> Standard Bank to cancel the existing bond and the balance of the proceeds would go to the transferring attorney who then would do the final accounts and pay out to everyone what needs to get paid to them. Sure. Um, and, th- and that's the basic process. And, then, and that's the basic process, we say. However, <laughs> then we get to deeds office and um, coronavirus. And I mean, without <laughs> wanting to end on a negative uh, sort of thing, um, you know, um, here we sit, sit still waiting. Um, everything's been lodged. Everything's been done. Everything's been paid. Um, yet apparently this, the Joburg deeds office is a bit slow. Mm. So then you sit and you wait and you and you've made promises and you've tried to keep promises and you've told people you'll pay them this and pay them that. But there's a delay in the deeds office, which is, I think, in terms of a responsible um, buyer, most especially and even seller, one should take into account before making promises about, you know, who you'll pay, when you'll pay and, you know, those kinds of things, I think. I'm just a pertinent point, I think. Yeah. The expression on transfer is a very useful one. Right. Um, so it's got nothing to do with handing over the keys. It's on transfer. Yeah. Um, so, you know, in Cape Town, the deeds office has been running, you know, seven to eight weeks uh, over the last couple of months. It's wow. now They're now back to full staff, and they reckon they're going to move back to two weeks quite quickly. All right. Um, I hope so. Um, you know, Joe Deeds Office has been okay, Pretoria Deeds Office has been okay, but the problem there has been getting figures out of the city councils. The city council, I've got Pretoria, I've been waiting for figures for three and a half months. On wow, wow. Um, Joburg, I've been waiting for three and a half weeks. Yeah. Um, but, you know, those are kind of, and that obviously delays it, because without those documents, I can't lodge my transfer. Right. So everyone just has to sit and twiddle their thumbs and wait. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Hurry up and wait. Thing you can do, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know that's uh, those they come into play, but you know we also if you know that it's going to take, uh, you know, as the norm is six or eight weeks in the deeds office, you know you're accepting of it. But the thing is, we are used to two weeks in the deeds office, yeah, and that's what we might expect. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, um, from a from. Yeah, carry on. Sorry, David. Yeah, I was just going to say, but, you know, people can expect the whole process from the time they decide to sell their house to actually getting the transfer through and getting their money out, that you are looking at about, it's probably a four, five-month process. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. Because, you know, you're going to be on the market for a month or two, and then your transfer will typically take, call it two months. You know, so you're looking, yeah, four, five months, yeah. Wow. That's unbelievable. It, it kind of reminds me as well of, um, David, and you mentioned this earlier on, and, I, and I've got to stress it. You said the importance of a will. Um, a yeah. will is so important because you, you, you die interstate, and basically what that means, uh, listeners, is that you, without a will, interstate. Mm-hmm. And um, David would probably give us the Latin meaning, but um, uh, I digress. Um, you just did. Ah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you, I mean, a, a, will a normal, clean, easy uh, uh, estate can take anything between eight months to a year easily? Yeah. What do you okay. mean a year? Two years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So one, yes. Wow. And, then, and, and that's, what, that's a clean, that means the guy's got a will, everything's in place, we have to advertise, yeah. we have to do this, we have to do that. 
So just a couple of things there from my side. Very important to nominate beneficiaries on your policies. If you've got a life insurance policy and it's not yeah. being ceded to the bank in terms of, in, in terms of your, your home loan. Um, and even uh, I know like for us, let's say um, at Discovery, if the property is, and you've got a bond for 2 million on the property, but your, your life covers 5 million, best you nominate a beneficiary because the yes. bank will be paid their 2 million. But if you do not nominate a beneficiary, that money goes into the estate and then goes according to the will. And it's yeah. a process. It's a process. Yeah. Yes, yeah. correct. Correct. Um, and then for estate duty, it still is a deemed asset. So yes. you'd still pay estate duty on it, but that's an aside. I digress on your digression. Yes, indeed, uh, sir. Uh, but, you know, it's there. It's, yeah, so I mean, it's, it's yeah. Um, and that's where, you know, having a trust comes into play. So those assets that will remain in the family, you know, you draw up a trust, you know. That's but you, you, want. Clever. You, have a, you have a trust that you can actually separate out. Mm. Uh, you know, because the trust is great for your first generation or your second generation. But, you know, then by the time you get to your third generation, you've got 20 beneficiaries living in four different cities in, you know, four different time zones. You've got to try and manage this thing. Are you talking yeah. about my generation? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've run out of, we've run out of war jokes. Yeah, yeah, we've yeah. run out of yeah. war jokes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this is uh, it, it's a very useful clause to have in there that the trustees can decide to divide the um, the trust into, you know, let's say five different trusts for each different family. Exactly. Okay. So now each kid um, gets to, at the age of 30, they can decide whether they want to form separate trusts. Of course, if we do that, there is a transaction taking place. And guess mm. what? We get to pay the duties on transfer again because you're transferring from one trust to another trust mm. correct sir yeah. yeah correct yeah so the government gets um, some more tax what a yeah. wonderful system yes i wouldn't mind being the government um, but the problem is then you know you have to actually you know the theory being that that tax is used for um you know, to run the country. But, you know, interestingly enough, just as a... That's a what they do. They run the country. They think they run the country. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, just uh, as a, another complete aside, um, I was reading an article about six months ago about how democracy worked in Athens, you know, the, the home of democracy. Yes. Uh, um, is that no one was a professional politician or city manager. You know, you would do it on a rotation. Mm -hmm. Um but it didn't just stop there. They had pots on the side of the road leading into Rome. And, you know, each pot was allocated to a different city councillor. And if people were unhappy with the city councillor, they would put money, not money, they put stones into their pot. You know, oh. one stone per person who was unhappy. And if they got a certain number of stones in that pot, that uh, city councillor was uh, kicked out of Athens. Mm -hmm. They were not allowed wow. back. Wow. And that's how they managed it. Can you imagine if we had a stone pot system here in good old sunny? Yeah. Uh, I think we have South a stone Africa. system, as in there's too many politicians who are simply stoned. <laughs> could be, could be. Yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Allegedly. Alleged, yeah. Yes, allegedly. Yeah. So, you, you know, yeah. I mean, that's kind of, um, and I mean, the, the, the concept of one man, one vote is a modern concept. It's not the traditional. I mean, in Rome, you had two classes. You had the patricians and the plebeians. Plebeians, mm -hmm. everyone knows, 
plebs. Mm. The plebs never had a vote. It was only the, the upper class who had a vote. It was, uh, you know, so this one man, one vote is a modern concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say whether it's right or wrong, whether, you know, it's good or bad. It, it's it a wonderful it's debate. I must be honest. Yeah. yeah. It is yeah. a wonderful debate, though. Um, because, um, uh, you know, uh, you're an employer, you look after families, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you're just the guy that um, uh, does the garden. So, for instance, mm-hmm. okay. That's um, me. But you get, it, you, you get exactly the same vote as the CEO of the, of the multi-billion corporation. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a yeah. difficult one because, you know, yeah. if you don't, if you don't allow everyone to vote, you disenfranchise the, yeah. you know, it's a difficult one, but yeah. the other man, the, the guy at the top, the CEO, um, he, he really does know what, what he needs to keep on running the business and all that. But then you, you, you could swing the scale right the other way and say, well, well then, you know, those guys, um, and let's use that word, let's use it on radio, Illuminati. Oh, yes. You get the guys, oh, yeah. The, yeah, the Rothschilds and, and all that, that will just keep controlling forever. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's as I say, it, it yeah. makes for interesting debate. Yeah, I mean, look, let's be honest. You know, the rich guys are always going to basically because you, have, you know economics dictates politics. So the guys who have the money will always have a very strong say in what happens in government. Doesn't matter who's in power, mm. because you you have to have those guys in the country to run the economy. Yeah. Um, I also heard I can't remember what the name of this. Um, um, scale was but if if people spend more than 50 percent on their earnings on tax uh they immigrate yeah yeah wow can't yeah, remember well, the name of the, of the scale or oh, the coefficient um you know so but uh, that's what happens because at the end of the day you want value for your tax money right well you do you know? right. and you're entitled to it you should i mean every yeah. person should you, you it's you're entitled to it mm-hmm. um, yes. and yeah unfortunately what happens is you pay your rates and your taxes and your uh, your, your VAT on a vehicle and then your VAT at the store and then your transfer costs on your house and all that. But yet there's, um, your power keeps going down. You know, you've got holes in the streets and you don't get yep. the value for the taxes that are being paid. And you get, of course, you know, um, good old South African looting that takes <laughs> place as well. You know? Well, um, we look further the north. You know, Zambia yeah. just fired the guy who runs the central government. You know, Zimbabwe are... You know, busy crushing the opposition again. You know, um, mm. you know. So, so it's and then where was it? Hang on, in Ireland, they've just had a scandal in Ireland where they had, you know, you've got limited numbers of people allowed, and the politicians went and had a golf day where they had sixty people, which was in excess of what is what what's allowed. Uh-huh. So it's yeah. a global problem. You know, as the saying goes, some pigs are more equal than others. Yeah. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> Guys, so, we gotta yeah, gotta kind of get it to the end here. We're running out of time, yeah, so I, um, I I think I think that that was great. Um, yeah. David, thank you so much for your time. We always appreciate yeah, it. And um, yeah, there are plans. Well, of maybe what... maybe what we need to do next week is is have a look at neighbor law. All right. That's interesting. Yeah, let's let's put that on. We'll we'll have a look at na- uh, 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 you say neighbor as in my next door neighbor or labor as in I'm working. Oh, as in neighbor, as in the guy that lives next door to me that was banging on something oh, since eight o'clock this that morning. Makes it. 
Interesting that's, you mentioned that, that. Interesting you mentioned yeah. that. I had a I have a neighbor this morning. He was busy uh, had something delivered, and the crew that was out there were just banging on it. sounded like they, they – so he's got a basketball hoop, right? One of those that you – you know, I, I mean, I had – when I was a kid, I had one at, at home. What you, you roll it out. It's got the plastic base with whatever's in it to keep it down, and you can roll it into yeah. the street. Well, he's got one of those, and it's right next to the wall, which is right next to my, my windows on the back side of the house here. Yeah. And anyway, yeah. it sounds like someone was banging on that for like 25 minutes. And I'm thinking, oh, okay, I guess we're up now. I mean, <laughs> well, that, that we're going to chat about next week, and we're going to mm-hmm. chat about parties, and and then the, the the party that moves out into the street, and mm-hmm. all sorts of things. Okay. So next yeah. week will be next week will be a good one. It's not, mm-hmm. Is it? Is are you are you talking from recent experience, Wazzy? Um, I. I say nothing. I cannot deny or confirm. You're like Sergeant Schultz. I know nothing. I see nothing. Uh, attorney yeah, David yeah. Duar from Thompson Wilkes Attorneys, Wazi Warren Herald, and uh, me from Hit yeah. ZA. Thank you, guys. Yes. Guys, so well, well, thanks for a lovely morning again. Um, enjoy the rest of your day. As per always. And, uh, yeah, we'll catch up in the future.